what's up, people? She was trying to beat me to it. We are back, actually, the podcast episode 56 in the building. 56. How we doing? What's up, people? It's your boy, International Walk. 56. To all 56. 56. 56. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To all of our Latinos, Latinas. Yes. yes. Epi- episode Cinquenta e seis. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. It's your boy, International Walk. It's your girl, Tosh, the co-hostess with the mostest. We are back. Episode. Back. We are back. 56. Feeling better. Feeling good. Look who's smiling. Look who perked up. Look who face got lotion on it. Hey, hey, hey. You said look who perked up. That sounded a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not like perked no. up like that. But, you know, we don't know no shit like that. That did sound a little fucked up. I meant perk like coffee, like perk like coffee, not like perk thirty. She don't. She ain't that type of person. No, and I don't think I would be like jubilant. No, but we are back. Episode fifty six. Act to the podcast dot com, Facebook, Instagram, um, Breaker, um, Anchor, um, Google Podcast, um, Radio Public. Um, YouTube, YouTube, Spotify, Spotify, all the platforms. No excuses why you shouldn't be seeing our faces. We're coming for number ten. Yeah, so you know, just check us out. Um, check, 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 check us out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna remix everything you say. <laughs> um, how are you? Um, I feel good. no. <laughs> how are you? Why would you shout in my face like that? How are you? I'm doing good. I feel good. I feel good. You know, I am feeling... Guess what? What? I feel like a 10. For what? Mental? My mental... Ooh, mental. No, no. I don't want to lie. I'm sorry. I don't want to lie. I'm going to say a 9. A 9? Yeah. You don't want to go with your gut instinct? You know why? And talk it up? Because I I feel like if I say a 10, then I'm probably... No, no, I don't. Suppressing some shit. Yeah, if I'm a 10, that's good to be a 10, but I feel like I'll be suppressing some feelings. It's a little bit of worry on my heart. My grandpa, you know, is not doing well. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I'm not like, I got faith in God. And at some point in life, you know, some things you, you realize you can't do anything about it. So you don't let it get you but so down, but he's just not doing well. So I can say that is on my heart. So I'm I'm I'm, an, I'm, pro- I'm probably a 9. That's, that's fair. Taking a 1 away from me. That's fair. Work um, is a 10. Work's another dime. That's three weeks in a row. She's been yeah. a 10. You know why? Because she ain't fucking been there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And if it's all is going good, then good. And I, I ain't even going to put her on the spot like that about... Nah. You just, you just better. Yeah. You better. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. I would um, never put you on the spot like that, babe. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, you know, we live our truths here. Guess what? Y'all know I've been on leave and my paperwork ain't go through yet. So, somebody had a little teeny tiny paycheck but guess what somebody has a amazing husband and we do well in terms of our savings so i mean we still here the light's still on we ate we got groceries we you know but i did get a little teeny tiny all paycheck week, somebody's broke <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna all get fixed it's gonna get fixed so. what's your um finances like my finances <laughs> I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to say finances are an eight. Finances and is an eight. Not, well, not because of my teeny tiny check, 
but you know we got a lot of things going on I, and so they're an eight because we are having to do a lot and coming out of pocket you know being a homeowner is it, it takes great responsibility and just having to do things you know our refrigerator just went like really like why did you go it's the middle of winter like, why is the base price for every appliance two thousand dollars like it seemed like that's just not unless you want to go extra and pay four thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. Well, no, let's... it seemed like the base price for a good washer is two thousand. A base price for a good stove is two thousand. The base price for a good refrigerator, a, a reputable brand, two thousand. Well, you got to think too, babe. We were looking for um, the th we have a three door French refrigerator, store French store, yeah. So I mean, yeah, but you know, thank God we were able to get it, and um, you know having resources but that's why i say it's an eight because it's like oh my god we gotta pay for something else but a good thing is that thank god we do well in terms of savings and mm -hmm. we have it and so it balances itself out you know we're not people that live by credit cards and you know no shades anybody is if you live by credit cards but you pay them hey i salute all to you we just you know we we, we maintain and manage um in order we manage our credit hard because we have one in order to this world is set up so crazy you need a credit card in order to have good credit but it's almost like they want you to have a lot so you can you know but yeah, we don't subscribe to, to that yeah i mean you know we've we had conversations about maybe you know doing things a little bit differently but we don't subscribe to that so needless to say i'm just happy that we have the the means to handle business so that's why finances would be an eight just because it's like Womp, womp, womp. Here we go again. But thank you, God. No complaining. Nine, ten, eight. That's not bad. Yeah. It's a good average. How are you? I... No. How are you? Excuse me. Um, excuse me, people. I am, uh, mentally, I uh, was about a seven, about two o'clock. I'm about an eight and a half, nine. Okay. I just feel a little bit more. As the evening yeah, went on, you feel a little better? On. Yeah, feel fresher. Had a shower. Yeah, and he so smells delicious right now. I mean, only I can taste them, but it is. Let me tell you, late gentlemen, y'all step to the side for a minute. Ladies, y'all know a good smelling man. That is something. Not to say like, you know, I if you know me and know me personally, I don't care about name brand stuff and all that. I just, of course, I want him to look nice. You know, I don't care if look nice is a shirt from Target and some sweatpants from Walmart, and you know, some nice footwear. But a good smelling man, whoo, that is something to be valued. All right, I just had to add that in there. Go ahead. Okay. Mental. What did I say? You, you said, I'm minute. sorry. You said mental. You, you were at about a seven. Eight and, and a half. Yeah. Um, work, I would say, is a nine. That's good. Finances is a nine. Oh, wow. That's good. Eight and a half. <laughs> yes. Eight. <laughs> you dropped that down. <laughs> so you add Oh, you went eight nine eight. Okay. Eight nine eight. That that's pretty good. That's not bad. I think that the average people about out there, if y'all did y'all um while I was in I mean y'all mental, you know, did y'all take this week what was y'all's? What what's what's y'all numbers? Yeah. Drop them in the comments, put them in your story. Um Tag us. Yeah, Let tag us know. Us, Let do us a self-inventory. It helps to do a self-inventory, you know. Just you can kind of, sometimes you might feel yourself like, when people say, oh, I just woke up in a bad mood, or I'm just not feeling today, kind of sit back and think. You know, I talked to my sister a week or so ago, and she was telling me she did exactly that. Like, actually, 
I didn't talk to her one day. Then the next day I talked to her, she was saying she purposely hadn't talked to anybody the day before because she just was feeling funky. And that's exactly what she was like. I just had to kind of do an inventory and say, like, what's going on with me? You know you better than anybody else. You know, we are big advocates for therapy. If you're not in therapy or maybe you're one of those people who feel like you don't want to talk to somebody mm-hmm. or if you're in therapy and you're not being honest, you're wasting your life. Like yeah. you're, you're wasting your time. And, and your somebody money. else's time. And when you yeah. do a self inventory <laughs> check, first thing to look at, even though it's a self inventory check, look at the people around you. Cause <laughs> it could be that first. It could be just you need to make different energy around you so you can be better well now and not only that what i was going to say if you're one of those people who you're not honest with the therapist then you're wasting your time and your money but by all means be honest with yourself like if you you know feeling funky and you got to do a self-inventory really tell yourself the truth about yourself if you're embarrassed about it guess what nobody knows you're it's self-inventory you're telling yourself if it's something you've done and you like i feel crappy about this Fix it. Nobody will even have to know, but at least be honest with yourself. Now, hopefully, if you do need to talk to somebody, you have somebody in your life, a friend, a sister, a spouse, whoever it is, you know, if it's something where maybe you need, maybe self-inventory, some people are not there yet mentally, mm-hmm. and you can talk to somebody, and be you need people in your life who can be honest. Like, you know, this is how I'm feeling. I, I, I'll tell y'all, I'll talk to Toya, I'll talk to erica sometimes where and it's i don't want to say they take his side but it's like if we are going through something and this has been a while you know i might explain the situation and be like am i tripping and sometimes they'll be like yes like you're tripping you're crazy and you need people like that now sometimes they might be like nah jay he he bugging he's really tripping right now when the fuck am i ever bugging don't worry about that i can't think of anything specific whenever they say i'm bugging that's bullshit but they you know will I mean? be like, you're blowing that, it out of proportion, or that's not that deep, or, okay, get over it. But you need people that will tell you that in your life. If you just got yes people who just go, yeah, girl, mm-hmm, yeah. No, <coughs> that that's moment, not the all people y'all you want. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't say that if they tell me I'm tripping. No, because they think irrationally. Oh, I ain't bugging. I'm, why you, you jumping? She got, she put her hands on me, right? I was fixing your hair. You jumping like I beat you. You that, did. <laughs> Stop. All Jesus right, Christ. What's your wows and woes for this week? Um, my wows is just life itself being on this roller coaster ride. Life and is um when it's down. I mean, you only appreciate the downs when when it's you know things are going well. But I've learned to know that it's just a part of it. Um, it's just a part of life. So <laughs> I appreciate the process and just going through what we've been going through, which I, you know, she said last week we'll share in the coming episodes. Um, but just, just, just the whole part of life. And I know I can be stressful and I could worry a lot about shit, especially when it's important shit. And, um, but it's just a part of the process and I'm trying to find better ways to, to deal with that. So that's just me recognizing it is, uh, part of my wow you keep looking at my beard i didn't blow dry it <laughs> you know okay i'm so, i was listening to you but yes you know you didn't blow dry it but you know how the gray hair is much coarser so this side is kind of straight and this side is kind of <laughs> tight so i'm looking like why is your beard looking no, like lopsided put me on blast like that what's they, with that hair coming out that bump right they there they can see it you right gotta tweeze my, <laughs> tweeze my hairs when we're done yes he does pluck my hairs when they comb every now and then um, 
That's good that you're learning to adjust to that. Wish you well. Well, I had to recognize it first. I just identified, you know, what I got going on inside when those moments happen and how I feel. So now that I know, I can try to. You did a self inventory. Yeah. Two upside. Other hand. <laughs> I wanted that hand. Um, my woe is. Oh, Hannah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I don't have no woes. That's good to hear. What's your wows? Um, you know, my wow, I'll say, just very general, but kind of piggybacking on what you said, you know, going, life be lifing, and, and that's just it, and sometimes, not even sometimes, as I get older, I'm learning to, to be still, I've been kind of forced to be still through my recovery, but really to be still mentally and emotionally, and God has, I feel like that's his message to me lately. Be still and let me work. And he shows up often. Mm -hmm. Not often, every time, over and over and over. And for me, that's just a while. Like, I know it sounds very general, but he's just been showing up a lot for us. And I'm not talking about no giant miracles that have been happening, but just, just you know, and working, <laughs> just the working <laughs> things out in our favor. And I'm just, you know, what's my wild gratitude? That's mm -hmm. my wild. Just extremely, extremely grateful. Yeah. Um, my woe for this week, um, and, you know, I, this is a fault of mine because I meant to look this up because I don't recall <clears throat> the young lady's last name. But Chesley, the lady who committed suicide. And I say this is my wild because not that it... Jumped it, off of four. Yeah, not that it impacts me directly. But just hearing the story was literally like a whoa. Because, not you know, we, we know um, a little while ago, um, Regina King's son, Ian Alexander Jr., committed suicide. And we don't know the details of that. Not that we need to know. It ain't nobody's business. He took his own life. That's all we need to know. We ain't even need to know that, but that's all we know. Um, but and then hearing about this lady who, you know, appeared to society to have it all. She was beautiful former um miss usa or something mm -hmm. like that she was a um correspondent for a tv show she was a model she was a lawyer um had an awesome career from what i hear she was also kind of like a little bit of a fit fitness expert beautiful hair all that to say she had you know she was fairly wealthy i guess you know and living life not like she was some trust fund baby she worked um all those things in life that people look to to want and to aspire to and it just goes to show you again we have to stop as a people looking to social media as things to model our lives after because they're just pictures they're just videos there's just snippets of life you have no idea it's what people are really show, yeah. going through like i always said to people i look at social media and i and everybody's is different. I look at social media as a photo album. Like if I went in somebody's house and I'm flipping through the photo album, when they having their hardest day, breaking down, crying, or they arguing with their spouse, or one of their kids is sick, ain't nobody snapping pictures of that. Ain't nobody recording that to put that in the photo album. And they don't have to because we don't have to see that. So I look, and then, you know, the same, me, me and somebody was joking when they, um, they were saying like, oh yeah, you know, if you don't show the bad stuff, then people feel like, oh, we don't want to. You're not wanna... being real. Yeah, you're not being real. I don't subscribe to that thinking. You don't have There's to. There's a line between being real and transparent. 
And people yeah. should just find the definitions of the other words and, then, and and go from there. People should just take it for what it is when you see it. This is a picture, a video of this moment in life. This person could have been crying an hour before. They could be crying an hour later. And that's fine. Why would you think that people don't have hardships? They're human. Ain't nobody life perfect. I say all that to say people think that fame and money is like the key to life when obviously this young lady was dealing with something mm -hmm. else. And I and to tie it all back in and not to go down the rabbit hole, the reason why it was such a woe for me is she jumped off a building, the 29th floor. Yeah. And when you think about the ways that people can commit suicide, it made me think, you hear often, like when people say, like, people may attempt to do it, like whether you take pills and you, know, you survive, like that. like that. But that is one way you think to yourself, or you, even if you shoot yourself, you might not do it right. You think to yourself, you need that one moment of like sadness that I hate pushes to say courage, but literally, because yeah, you can't you turn around from that. You on the twenty ninth floor, you 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 take that step off, it you I, can't change your mind, and that was like a <coughs> way to me to think somebody had that kind of burden, sadness in their heart and in their life. It made me just like really stop for a minute to appreciate life. You never know what people are going through, and. I um, work with a guy named Bob, and um, he was a, a building engineer in one of the buildings that I worked in, and I, I did spaces in, and spoke to him for years. He opened doors for us, you know, what, what the building engineers do. Um, he used to tell us where we can put our dumpsters and all that, like, you know, just where the good food spots around the neighborhood. And I remember one time we got a call that Bob went up to the ninth floor of the building um, took the elevator up to the 10th floor, came down, walked the flight of steps and went to the ninth floor and jumped down the elevator shaft and killed himself. So, I mean, I say that to say, like, you never know what people are going through. And I put something in my story today um, or this week for people to see. Um, we put, I seen a post where a guy was saying, we put alarms on our cars. We put alarms on our phones. We put alarms so we can wake up. We put alarms on bank accounts so we can know if somebody doing some fraudulent shit, but we don't put the alarm on our mental space, like to know when some shit is going off. Like mm. you alarm everything outside, but nobody alarmed the shit that's going on inside. And I just thought that that, what he was saying was, 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 um, was poignant because we don't like a lot of people ignore that shit. And then you end up with people like Bob and the girl who jumped. What it gotta take for you to jump from the 29th fucking floor? What it gotta take from you to jump down an elevator shaft? Like, what pain are you feeling at that moment? And the only thing I could think of is like, your spouse is dying of cancer, you lost your kid, something, you lost your mom and your dad if you were close to him, something of that magnitude where you got this in, in immense hurt on your heart that it, it's over. Um, and and to and the premeditated thing, the, that's what when Bob he did it, it was like a wild to me. Be, uh, uh, I mean, a, a, a woe to me because it was like, damn, the thought of I'm doing this right now. I am going to take the elevator to the tenth floor. Think about it. I can't go to the top floor, so I'm going to walk down the bottom steps, go to the ninth floor, so it's free down the bottom and jump. Yeah. Like the thought behind that shit. Yeah, and like you, like uh, I thought you were about to say premeditated, but I was going to say for me, I think that I, I think one of the things, and I, if I know we have some psychologists or those who are in the mental health field, if you have any comments, then please share. Um, I think one of the the, the things that 
people try to think they know but that's the, the mystery behind it because it, yeah it could be premeditated or it could have been a moment that you that person woke up that morning and said i just can't take it no more like i don't like that lady could have literally woke up out her sleep and in five minutes been dead who knows but it's conflicting but, for me with bob because it's like he was at work that day this was a thought he had. Like, just imagine I'm going to take this elevator up. So it's like you have, okay, three to five minutes to think it through. Because you got to ride To rationalize yeah. it maybe a little bit. I see what you're saying where yeah. if you just woke up and just did it. You just, I can't take yeah, it Yeah, like, more. because I'm in that emotion now. But my man was at work all day talking to people, doing shit. And then yeah. at a certain time, it was just like, okay, I'm about to do this. And then I'm doing it, and that takes a moment to do. And again, it's one of them things, too. It's like once you step off that ledge, it's a done deal. It ain't like, oh, maybe I didn't take enough pills or maybe I feel myself fate in a way and I can hurry up and call 911 or maybe, you know, somebody will come in and they'll catch me and resuscitate me. It's a done deal. And I don't want to get into the gruesomeness of it. I, I, but I do want to say we have to remember as a people to be kind, treat people as you want to treat people. The golden rule. Like, like you really have to, grade. you really, and, and you won't, and guess what, you can be as nice as you want to be. You can text people, hey, just thinking about you, and they, they you still may not know. Not yeah. to say that's going to fix everything, but if you're somebody that is struggling with something, please talk to somebody. Um, Please just talk to somebody. Talk to somebody, whether a stranger, not a stranger. We've talked about mental health incessantly throughout all throughout you know the year that we've been doing this um talk to somebody a mental health professional they have the national suicide hotline number i don't have it right now but we'll get it before the show is over um talk to a neighbor talk go to the supermarket talk to a stranger mm -hmm. if you feel like you don't want somebody in your business and i'm gonna say this and i i I was hesitant in my thoughts as i was saying this but i'm gonna just put it out there if you know me personally first of all you know i don't tell nobody business i don't I, that ain't even my style if you're going through something i hope it's not like two o'clock in the morning because i'm not going to answer but if you're going through something and you need to talk to somebody and you know me personally you can call me like i would just hate to hear like i mean you never know what people are going through but to for somebody to feel like they're <coughs> alone and they don't have anybody i ain't no mental health professional and i don't have no um you know degree or any of that but i have some resources that i maybe can guide you in the right direction we can pray together we can talk i can listen but hopefully you have somebody in your life a friend a neighbor a stranger the person at the market the mailman you know dial a wrong number and somebody answer and just talk to them yeah that's um you had prayers for regina king and her family for chesley's family and anybody else um you know who has taken their lives condolences to yeah. those family um starting off that was our wilds and woes right That's yeah i got my moves in um i just want to put out there that what is for you will be for you mm -hmm. um that is just something that i'm grasping on to um learning and i feel that way about the lifing that we've been doing um, things that, that people strive for, whether it be job promotions, money, um, if that's your thing, you want to make money, um, some, a hobby you might do, like just keep working at it. And just to put that in the air that it, what, what's for you will be for you. If you keep working at it, if you want it that bad, um, pray about it first. But, um, I feel that way about life, the stuff that we've been, um, having going on podcasting like i feel like that about 
the way I come to the table here, like I love doing this. Um, it's getting easier for me to do. Um, not that I want to take like, you know, like that's gonna make me slack. It just makes me feel like I'm in a comfortable spot and like this space is for me. Mm -hmm. So um, just the people out there, like if you want something, if you grinding after something, like if it's for you, it's for you. If you searching after a job position, if you searching after a house, if you searching after apartment, you searching after anything, like, pray about it but if it's for you it'll come to you and if it doesn't don't take it as rejection maybe just take it as redirection god knows mm -hmm. but he's got to be involved in the plan you can't just go after shit you know and not have no no god in the plan you put god in the plan it's almost like a short shot you just gotta wait your turn <laughs> I felt like that was about to be a song. Like. No, because it was. I was about to get into it. Okay. Now know everybody gonna start smiling. Nick Cannon, we're gonna do some evergreen material. That's what we call it in the business. Evergreen material, you know. Let's do some evergreen material. Explain what is evergreen material. Evergreen material is just like everyday topics that people oh, okay. talk about. You know, yeah, that's good. This podcast, you can hear it on another podcast. Okay. It's not like something that's a common about, conversation uh, going on. Like we're talking about, you know, sex and marriage, where that's something that's like an open conversation. Yeah. You got you. And we're talking about that for the whole hour. Let's get into the evergreen material. Um, Nick Cannon on his eighth baby. He just had a baby pass. And a lot of people was outraged because of the way he uses language when he said that um, the girl was the next mother. The next mom. Yeah, the next mother. The next mother. Um, and some people did have, even you had some outrage. Like, why isn't, you know, none of these girls the next girl? Why isn't they, none Excuse of them. Excuse me, not outrage. I was a little annoyed, but I was Yeah, outraged. I'm not going to say outrage. Yeah. That's a, a strong word. Yeah. You was a little ticked off. Yeah, I just felt like, eh. So why ain't none of the girls, you know his girlfriend, his fiance, his wife. And is it something deeper to soil your oats like that anywhere you want to? So, I so I said soil. You said soil like he pooping on himself. Oh, <laughs> so your oats like that anywhere. I'm not a you know Okay, I got you. Bible scholar. Um <laughs> but some people um got some issues with it. I don't. I mean I don't think you should be having kids like that. I think he's fucking crazy for that. But I don't think he should be demonized because he's having babies. He definitely shouldn't be demonized. The way you said you don't think he should be having kids like that, you think he's crazy. Why? Because he can't be there for them, all of them, the way he you would think that you need to be there for a kid. He's eight of them. They live in different cities, different states. So okay, I thought you, you just can't. I be, thought you meant the number of children, not the current dynamics. Okay, no, no, you just can't be there for each child as you would want to be. Yeah, I mean, you kind of spread thin with eight in different states. You got jobs, you got businesses going on, you kind of spread thin. And I don't know what he does with his time, and he's probably rich as hell and can do a whole lot and has a lot of resources and help, but still, you know, yeah, when I you mean, compare that kind of dad to. The date of a, a guy who trying to be there every day, do homework, you know, help his kid with his, and his, and he tying his shoes, you know, eating and that kind of shit, then he probably misses a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, my thing is this. I, like you said, I wasn't outraged. I wasn't, and I definitely don't think he should be demonized, but I do think that it's concerning and it ain't, it's really nobody's business, but since he's putting it out there, I would like for him to give some 
insight into what 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 is the game plan what's the end game like like is is it like okay i'm just living life having fun busting raw all over and this is just happening and i'm okay with it because i got the money and the women are okay with it are there other and women i didn't even think of, which is so stupid of me because this baby's involved but i didn't even think of that's a lot of raw sex yeah i mean are the and, and the thing the women it's 2022 nobody you know maybe that but but maybe they are <coughs> going to get tested prior to engaging in situations I, I i would like to think that they're being responsible in doing that but are there other women is it is this just like i'm having fun these women are getting pregnant they're we're, we are agreeing to keep the baby and Here's number eight. Here's number nine. Well, I don't to get like tested before before relations. I would hope so. Really? Yeah. Okay. I would hope so that people. Do people you know do that? Well, I don't know. I would okay. Yes, in one or two situations. In other situations, I don't know. And then most of my um, friends, associates, acquaintances are married. So I'm, not to get too deep because I don't want to put people on blast, but your sisters are single. Would they are would they act something like that? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that's that's what I mean. So I would hope he is finding himself doing this. I think in this, like you said, it's 2022. Are you crazy to be out here I know, messing like, with somebody? And but you're I didn't not. know that that was the thing. Like we we about to do it this weekend, but you know. On Thursday, we're going to get these tests. <laughs> yeah, let's go together. How about that? How sexy is that? We sat across what each other. What if be like, nah, let's just use a condom. Now I'm very concerned. <laughs> now I'm very concerned because you don't want to. Like, nah, let's because, just use Because my thing is this. Okay, you don't want to. Are you hiding something from me? But then you don't want to. You don't care if I have something? No, I don't want to because there's a chance you could get pregnant. And I don't want to get you pregnant, so let's just but use let's, a condom. Okay, but let's be grown which about Which nullifies it. the AIDS test. What about herpes? We don't have to kiss. Who's having a relationship without kissing? We're about to have sex. We're not about to have a whole 10-year relationship. Even well, if we and, have and sex we one time, the, we, I hope it's a kiss involved. Yeah, but we from the the school of you don't just like kiss anybody and nowadays right. you I know mean, with herpes and valve okay, tracks but, but and we're talking about two, pocketbooks you can't just be kissing people but we're talking about two different scenarios if you meet somebody in a club and it's just a pop 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 then you probably ain't thinking about testing you probably ain't kissing i hope but if we're in a situation where we've been dating and you know we're a little bit into this and now we've decided that we maybe want to take that next step and sleep together I hope by that point you're kissing. But why do we have to... Um, okay, I, I get that. But I'm just saying, um, would it be like, okay, the first time we sleep together has to be raw? No, I would hope So not. why are we doing this then? Well, because... That's where I'm saying the pushback would come from. So I'm just trying to create a scenario where it's like, okay, I don't... If we're if I don't want to have sex with you, condoms wrong. break like things happen. Things happen, and and and, and 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 your resistance to it would really <laughs> I understand would really put me <laughs> off. Like, sir, why are you, why don't you want to be tested? Now I feel like your test is automatically positive. Like, wh why? What are you skeptical about? I want to protect just you. Just afraid of the test. I get it, but yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine dating in this day and age and like having to deal with something like that. But I digress. Back to Nick Cannon. 
my i heard there was a rumor like about him being sick i know he does have some health issues um he was diagnosed with lupus and like you know he had this plan to have all these babies because of him dying which i thought i also heard him deny and say that wasn't true my thing is this if that is the truth how selfish is that you want to have all these babies and then leave them fatherless and then if it's not true again what's your whole game plan because no matter how much money you have to financially provide for all of these babies they may and they may not be in different states they may all be in <coughs> la who knows they may all be in new york who knows they may or they may be bi-coastal new yeah, york but, and LA. I'm a man but, and but I'm the thing just... is this no matter how much money you have you are still leaving these women you're leaving these children in single parent households That's they may not lot. they may not be a single parent where like they have another parent at you know in the child's life so you're not doing it all by yourself but they're in a single parent household which is i thought something that we as a community was working to get from getting away Especially from his his message is all about family and 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 black people together and all that kind of he kind of stands for that but I don't think he's not being judged. I'm not being judgmental, but it just doesn't look like he's living that. Yeah, and you and he says that he's trying to, he's with his kids and he loves them and he spends time and with them. Well but him. that's great. But you could spend, to, to compare you to the average man who got two kids and go to work every day, who spends every day with his kids. like Waking up with yeah, them, like teaching them to ride there a when bike, they're sick and don't have to teeth. fly in because they got a fever and you got to be like, all right, let me jump on a jet. And fly, you know, however long to go. Or like she said, they might be in the same. You might be, maybe even drive. But still, it just seems like you spread thin. Especially you got work, you got other shit to do. Business is like... And granted, you probably can... Even if you could retire today with your millions of dollars and not work another day in your life, unless you're building a communal home where all these people are living together, which we know Mariah got her own money, so she ain't living there. But unless you're building a communal home, you're still not in all these households. So why are you creating this dynamic with these women? And wait, and that's another piece too that I like. These women are complicit, so it ain't like he dropping babies and they like, oh my god, I'm pregnant. I mean, they're complicit in this situation. Too. Too. And again, he's like, he but when has you say not... complicit, you almost make it seem like something bad. Like, well, they're I don't complicit. Say complicit, like they sleep with him. Like, no, that's what I'm not... saying is they're complicit in continuing his reign of fatherhood. So alone. is it supposed to be a woman who says, "No, Nick, I'm not going to have a baby with you because you have eight hope as a woman like do you want to be my boyfriend do we want to build a relationship do we eventually want to get married because do i don't want to be many, maybe mom number eight but do you know how many women is out there like who don't want to get married who just want to sleep with nick who just want to be like, baby mom number nine yeah and 10 and 11 and 12 and 13 and 14 like there's not a woman that's going to be like ho 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 i see what you're doing over here fella i don't want to sleep with you because i'm gonna be baby mama number 10 why not because that's just not gonna happen I, I think some women will be like, no thanks. He's on eight. So the women that he tried with, he's succeeding. Well, that's what I'm saying. That doesn't mean that nobody would de would decline. As of this point, they haven't. How do you know? All we know is the ones who have agreed. We well, don't know who's been in between. Well, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the people who agreed. It's eight. It's eight out of how you think that's the only women who he's been in a relationship with? No, but I'm just saying... He's having, he's having, he's having, he has to be, he has to want to have a baby. He has to want to put himself, he has to want to release inside a woman, trying to be not uh, as grabbing. He got to bust a nut. Okay, he got a nut inside a woman 
to get her pregnant. So maybe he ain't doing that with everybody and he only doing it with people who allow him to. Or maybe some women are saying, no, I enjoy our time together. I don't want to be your another baby mom. Okay. Maybe. I mean, I, I would think that women are, is not like, oh, pick me. Can I be number nine? No, I'm not saying that you're going from one extreme to the other. I'm not saying that they're doing that. All I'm saying is, as of now, it doesn't seem like any women, they hear about him. They know who he is. But none of these women are saying, I'm good. All but, we hear. But all we know about, well, one, let's not include Mariah because that was his wife. Right. So all we know is about the other seven. Well, so no, 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 he had two by Mariah. Right, so the other six women, because yes. it's eight babies, so the other six women. So that's all we know is that of these six women. And and again, that's not to say that's the only women he's been with. I would hope, and we don't know, but I would hope that there's been some women who he's been with, and maybe he broke up with them or decided, okay, he was on to the next because they, they weren't down with his plan. Okay. I mean, my whole thing is, you know, as women... You're right. Everybody doesn't want to be married. I get that. And some people may... I mean, you got women that go to the sperm bank that do the same thing, and they don't even know who the dad is. But I just... Yeah, some women don't care about the things you care about when you talk about what you just said. Like, I don't want to be baby number eight. That's why Future got nine baby moms. Like, some women just don't give a shit about that. Yeah. <coughs> That's uh But, you know, I, I, I hope that the baby is healthy. Um, you know, I hope that they all are feel loved and they have a great life. And I hope that he at some point comes to terms with the potential danger that he could be doing to these yeah, kids as, and, and from the precedent a male that you're setting for your daughters and your son. From a male perspective, it's just, it's out of, I don't know. I don't know whether it's something wrong with me or something wrong with him, but it's just too much. <laughs> it's like too much fucking and too many babies, like, too many baby moms. Like, I don't know what experiences he had in life, what mission he is on, or if it's a plan at all, or if it's all coincidental. I do not know. But it seems like a laid-out plan to have as many babies as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way I'm going to lead the world. Like Bob Marley or something. Bob, yes, Bob Marley had 13 children, by nine different women. And he had he had one wife during that time. She didn't even leave she didn't even divorce him when he was having all these babies on her because she only has well she she had three by so out of the thirteen kids, four are hers. Her oldest is not by him, but he adopted it. And then he she has three. Then the third one is reported to have been an affair that she had, but he still claimed it. So let's just say she has four of the thirteen by him. The others Ain't by her. No, but the sons are the same way. Yeah, the repeat. The sons either have multiple kids with one woman, or they have multiple kids with a lot of women. Like they, his grandchildren is like forty or fifty. Like he has like forty or fifty grandchildren. It's a lot because I know, like you think about uh, Rohan, who's Lauren Hill's um, kid's father. He has th two kids that's older than Lauren Hill, so that's one baby mom. Then Lauren Hill had five, five or six, five. And then he has some other ones, you know. Then he another one of them, and I forget which one. I think it's Ziggy Stephen, who is Ziggy. Um, I, I, and I might be wrong, but he has like uh, nine kids or so by like four different women. So there's a pattern, but there is. It's I, I don't know if this is attributed to their Rastafari lifestyle. And I remember hearing about Nick 
like alluding to some of that when he was wearing like the beanies on his head. So I don't know if this is like a spiritual thing, I don't a, know a if cultural he was thing he's Rasta trying thing. to mimic. I don't know. I don't know if he was going to Rasta thing. But the spirituality to, of The spirituality because he was speaking to um, it's the Muslim guy. Farrakhan? Yeah. And, okay. um Yeah. He was speaking to Farrakhan and having meetings with him and, and shit like that. And Almost um, like he's trying to find himself. The doctor, the bald head dude with the beard, the gray beard. Jason Wilson? No, the doctor. Heavy set guy, bald head with the beard. He's like a psychologist. Mm, I don't know. Can't forget his name. Okay. Black guy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can't right. think of it. Um, he treats a lot of sports stars. Like okay. He's a psychologist for like the NFL, NBA. A lot of NBA players. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Maybe he's in the thing. Maybe he's trying to find himself. I do know that Nick Cannon, and I, I don't know what his parents' situation is. I recall reading or hearing that sometime. His father was very uh, much older, an older gentleman, because he has a brother. Like, if Nick Cannon is 40, his brother, Ruben Cannon, who is also very well known in the industry, yeah, he's like 20-something <laughs> yeah. years older than Nick Cannon. So their dad is much older. Maybe he had a lot it's of kids. fucked up when you, um, like, that's probably a hell of a thing. I keep thinking about DC Youngfly, who used to say, damn, it was fucked up, because when I was young, 15, 16, my homie's moms was like, 35, 40. My mom was 62. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Like, like that's, a big, that's a big age difference. Like, especially you had a baby late. It was like... Especially if you don't have, like, a lot of siblings. Like, you know, I have a friend who, you know, she's a couple years older than me. And her, I think her mom is 80. But she's, like, the youngest of multiple siblings. So, mm. um. Next story. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but Julie Devano and Marissa Yerano, the two nurses that was locked up for selling the fake vaccine cards. Wow. They had found a ledger in their house that said they sold $1.3 million in fake vaccination cards. She, I didn't know she was making them. Did the nurses do that? Well, okay, she was a nurse practitioner. A yeah. nurse practitioner. But she owned also, she I don't think she owned she owned some kind of She had her own pediatric con- okay, clinic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so a nurse practitioner can actually be your primary care doctor. So you can have okay. your own practice. Okay. And that's what it was. She had her own practice, her own patients. So she was and then she had um I wasn't finished the story though. I'm sorry, the other lady worked for her. Yeah, she was yeah. an employee of her. And um they was charging two hundred and twenty for adults, eighty five dollars for kids. And they found nine hundred grand in cash when they raided the house. That is insane amount of money that fast off of vaccination cards. Mm-hmm. When you think about two fifty a pop, yeah, it's crazy. But like it- all that fucking cash, and you talking about what? I mean, oh, obviously you didn't get a family to be like, yo, we need four. But when you're talking about 1.3 million, but do you want to do, do you want to give the other caveat to this story? What? Go ahead. I, so speak she, about it. Her husband oh, was yeah, an was NYPD officer, and a lot. And now, when I say a lot, I don't want to um, I don't want to um, quantify it because I don't know the percentage. But a lot of her customers. Um, were serviced by her husband who was hiding the vaccine cards under his helmet and selling to his colleagues. Uh, um, you know, in NYPD other words, other offices, cops. Which is the biggest uh, problem in New York with unvaccinated people is the NYPD. They, I mean, I don't want to say people should be mandated, but they're cops and they don't, none of them want to get vaccinated. 
I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody <coughs> should be mandated. No. I don't care what your job is. But this is the thing, too. I, I saw a number. Um, I think your girl, Jamel Hill, had commented on somebody's um, post. And I, if I'm wrong, then, you know, we can correct it. I think it said 454 police officers died. Uh, ballpark. 454 police officers died in New York City last year. Of that, 308 of them about, it was because of COVID. Wow. So you have all of these officers, and again, we know we've talked about this that the the that whole shot has not pre, has not prevented people from um, contracting COVID or dying. or dying from it. So you know, y'all know my stance on it. We've talked about it. But the, my whole thing is whether they get it or not is your business. But the fact that they're the ones buying these cards and her husband like wasn't charged. They they're investigating him, but he wasn't immediately charged. And 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 they didn't even want to release his name at first, but somebody else posted it. And um, that's just fucked up that a nurse practitioner would be be making cards. And how stupid is a cop to hide vaccination cards under his helmet? Under his helmet, right? Like, yeah. what the hell is that? But you know, but nine hundred thousand dollars in cash. Just Why to think you, you got it? that in your house, and then bam, that shit gone just like that. Yeah. Like, all them bundles, all them cells, that shit going just like that. Yeah. And you about to go to jail. And you know what? It makes me, it, this, this you know, kind of like a sidebar to that. It goes to show, you would think that medical professionals, you would think, just based on um, what's publicized to us through the media, they give the appearance that all medical professionals are on board for the vaccine. But we know that that is not true. This lady, now whether she's on board or not, she's she obviously is supporting those who don't want to be vaccine vaccinated because she's helping them with the cards. Um, and I'm not saying all medical professionals should be, but I just find it interesting in listening to a medical professional's perspective about the vaccine. And I'm not just I'm talking about a medical professional, a doctor, a nurse, mm -hmm. somebody who is um providing direct care i just think it's interesting to hear their perspective and to see despite what the media is portraying to us they all do not agree with the vaccine no i don't all agree with the vaccine but to me fake vaccination cards is not taking it seriously that's that's what that means to me and i didn't tell you this but today we got a lot going on i'm doing a space um for a company inside a warehouse i'm not gonna say their name but the guy who um, who runs the space, who I'm dealing with, um, asked me about this story. And he was like, what do you think about the the, 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 um, the vaccine? I was like, you know, you can't force nobody to do this. And he was like, I'm vaccinated. So I shared with him, I'm vaccinated. And um, he was like, do you mind meeting somebody? And I said, you know, who? And he's like, it's a guy on the floor. And then they got a lot of foreign workers who sew. They make chairs in this place. So it was people sewing and moving, a whole bunch of moving parts. I go downstairs. Um, cause he was giving me some boxes and I meet this guy named Ed and he goes, this is Ed. And he asked Ed, Ed, is it okay if I tell Walt what was going on with you? And he said, yeah. And he said, Ed lived with his two in-laws, his wife. I mean, his wife, her dad and her mom, mm -hmm. because he was helping take care of them. They was old. They all got COVID. His wife died, her dad and his mom. It hurt mommy, man. Yeah, they all, all three died. Wow. He got COVID real bad, but he lived. And his wife died, and his, and this he dude lost. is in here making chairs. Wow, that's crazy. And nine months ago, his, his family, his household died. And it just was like, damn, like, 
Wow. Damn, like damn, and like, and, and he was like, "This is why I take this so seriously." Like the the guy who I was doing what was like, I just wanted you to meet him. And when I hear stories like this, he was like, "This is why I take this shit so seriously because people." just don't know they don't know the guys like ed who's working on my floor yeah. who family dies household die and that's my whole thing like again i don't think anybody should be forced to have it i have a serious problem with the fact that joe biden tried to force companies with a hundred or more employees of private companies to mandate vaccinations and then that was overturned by the supreme court but there are people who were fired from their jobs so now what becomes of them but i digress Thank I you. don't think that <laughs> people should be mandated to have it. But I do and feel I like if you are a person who don't believe in the vaccinations, that's fine. But you have to realize it is a serious mm -hmm. it is a serious virus. And I hear people saying, well, blah, blah, blah. people talk about, oh, it's serious. We know it's serious. Blah. But you have to, just because you just got a cold, you just got a few sniffles, and then you were fine, the person that you might pass it to, it may attack them in a completely different way. So if you don't want the vaccine, fine. But you, sh I think you should still wear your mask and you should still take proper precautions for yourself as well as for others. You can go out there and be partying, doing whatever you're doing in life. And what you bring it home to your child. Like, yeah. you never know how these kids are going to respond to it. It's just, and I'm going to tell you all this, right? I've never been diagnosed with COVID. And I think we might have talked about this before. Never been diagnosed with COVID. Um, we know COVID hit the streets, quote unquote, March 2020. But leading up to that, in December 2019, I became extremely sick. The doctor said I had the flu. They, I had to wear a mask. I came home, he's like, what the hell you got a mask going for? This is what the doctor told me. Mind you, this is three months before COVID hit the streets. Um, they gave me all this medication. My sister's a nurse. She's like, why the hell do you have all this for the flu? I'm like, this is what the doctor told me to take. I say all this to say, I got sick from my niece, right? And I, I remember the day I got sick. She was sick, so she was going to my mom's house. We literally crossed paths for like 15 seconds. And she had like sniffles in the cold, wasn't going to school. But that in her little body transpired in me with me being completely out of it so that's just an example of one person having sniffles or oh i feel tired i'm lethargic or i can't smell or taste for a couple days you don't know how that's going to transpire in somebody else's body you don't so she said all that to say we don't know how it's going to affect <laughs> each other and and that's like the third time she told that story on the show so well you, know, you might not have seen it previously it, that's the third time but <laughs> you know you got to remember stuff like that and she said all that to say you never know how it's going to affect yeah. each person. So if person. you want to get the vaccine, fine. But please protect yourself. But just yourself. take it seriously. Moving on to the next thing. Um, the GOAT retires. Tom mm. Brady retires. Um, how you feel about that? You've been So this I'll tell you all this. He is a huge football fan. We're like, football is always a thing in our house every Sunday. But he doesn't have, like, a football team that he follows. But he has favorite players. Tom Brady has always been his favorite player yeah he's he's the goat um 10 super bowls he's been to he won seven um with six with one team one with an, another team he's been to 12 pro bowls he's got eight all pro teams he's got five nfl mvps and five super bowl mvps like that shit is never going to be done ever again and he's in in that that rare air of goats of of people in their craft like 
it's like my top five of of winners and best athletes I've I've seen in my lifetime. What you said of winners and best winners, best athletes, people who won championships and like the athletes I've seen in my lifetime. Now there's people like Bill Russell and Muhammad yeah, yeah, Ali, yeah, 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 but yeah. I've never seen them box or, or right. play basketball. So who's your top five? So it would be Tom Brady, and not in any order. Tom Brady, Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, Floyd Mayweather. You know what makes me feel good on, about that? Hold on. And the caveat is Kobe Bryant. But he he after thinking about it, he got five and he's like Mike 2.0. So I kind of seen Michael Jordan and then Kobe Bryant. But it's it's kind of hard. I couldn't put I gotta put Kobe on like a little st- a asterisk on the on the end of that. But Tom Brady with seven championships. Serena Williams has 28 grand slams or some shit like that. Tiger Woods has uh, like 19 major titles he's won. Michael Jordan is 6-0 and in the finals. Never went to a game seven. And Floyd Mayweather is 50-0. and Like, those people are better at what they do than anybody else on the planet is is is, is, is good at their do. Yeah. It's, it's like they're just beyond good at what they do and the fact that four of them are black makes me feel good if you had to okay i know tom brady is the greatest football player if you had to select a black person a black player in his place who would it be jim brown tear that shit down oh yeah 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 but you but you didn't see did you see jim brown no but i'm just saying you said if i had to select but that you saw play you didn't say that first well i was going by your criteria put that on there he set the criteria i know but it was your question you didn't say that following your same criteria okay if you had to swap out tom brady for a black football player who would it be i wouldn't but if you had to swap him out for another black person, then it would be Kobe. Yeah. Kobe would be the five. Yeah. Okay. I just, I yeah. mean, we leave the five. I just was But I wouldn't, I wouldn't swipe Tom out because of distance travel. Tom was the sixth round pick. No expectations at all being a sixth round pick. They don't even think you're going to make the team. You're the 199th pick out of 246. So... They nobody wants you. Do you think you. that nobody fuel his thinks, fire? Hell yeah, he's always said that. But to carry that chip on your shoulder for 22 seasons and win that much, like there was tens of thousands of football players before Tom Brady. Tens of thousands. There were mm-hmm. Super Bowls before him. And nobody has been to 10. Nobody has been to 10. Like I don't know if you know how hard that is to do with football, but it's super duper Hard to be pretty hard in football. So, if you had the name top five people you've seen in sports, who would it be? Give it a shot, Natasha. (laughs) Um, top five that I've seen. You've been sitting there while I'm watching sports, filing your fucking nails, or talking to me, or on the goddamn phone. You got no sense of who these people are. <laughs> so I would say Floyd Mayweather, and I and I also say this: I'm not a huge Floyd Mayweather fan. Like in terms of watching his fights, I feel like they're not oh my enthusiastic. God. Yeah. You know, like he's very defensive, but he's great. That's the 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 key is not to get knocked out, and he's the greatest at that. So I would say Floyd Mayweather. Um, I would say Usain Bolt. That's and I'm I'm going one. by people that I've watched. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I would definitely say Usain Bolt. I would say Serena. Okay. Um 
I would probably say. Um, Got two more. I'm going to say LeBron. Okay. In the sense that. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm going to say LeBron in the sense that I watched. Like, I like I know Jordan was there, but I, I, I can't really say I watched Jordan. I was young. So, I've watched more LeBron than um, that. Yeah. So, um, and then I think I would say. I would have to say Tiger. Like. Over Kobe? I mean, I, but again. Tiger, I, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. <laughs> no, no, no. I think. Because I was trying to think. Over Bean? Just let me. Just give me. A, yeah. Okay. No. I would I would say Kobe. Because I was around for his career. Like, again, I, I ain't really watch it. But I was around for it. But you know what Mamba fucking mentality is. Yeah. You know what the Black Mamba is. You've yeah. seen him win. Yeah. You've seen the championship. Yeah, and then I really can't even say Tiger. You probably I, didn't watch the season or watch, but you've seen me watching. I've seen the Kobe accolades. Again, yeah, like, I've seen the confetti. Kobe won the chip again, babe. Like, look. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the confetti. I've seen the <laughs> accolades. I, yeah, so I've, I've seen the greatness of it. But yeah. Drop your top five athletes in the comments. Um, you know, let me know. Mine is Tom Brady, Serena Williams. Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, Floyd Mayweather. Hers is Usain Bolt, Floyd Mayweather, Serena, Serena um, Kobe, Kobe, and LeBron. And LeBron. Um, you thought I wasn't going to have five. Well, you look like you didn't want to have five. I had to really you just, like, think scrape of, that up off your ass. I did. I had to really think about it because, I mean, I, I was thinking about players that I see that are good now. But I just, yeah, I, you know, I don't really pay attention. Right. Um, Sports ain't my thing. Whoopi Goldberg got suspended <sighs> from the view because she said some bad stuff about the Holocaust. Yeah. I hope that's not offensive to people because of the way I said it. The Holocaust. But go ahead. Yeah, you know the thing is. Do you this. know what she said? Mm-hmm. Okay. She said that it wasn't. It wasn't based on race. Like it, but you didn't read the whole quote, so that's what most people do. She said, it, "The Holocaust is not based on race; it was based on one man's human inhumanity to another." Yeah, I, I, and it, I think that is the tick. That's you can't just leave off that part because I think that's the part that peppered people up. Yeah, and, and you're right. You're right. It makes it it's like she wasn't in any way justifying or trying to change the horror of what happened. And I think it's but one of just to things, say that it was a, a, a man being mean to other men is just insensitive. But, I, but so I think it's I, okay. And I, I think love it's, fucking Whoopi. But I think it's one of those things that it it's it's a good discussion to have because when you talk about Hitler and the actions that he did. It was oh, in in the. You're talking about Hitler on the podcast. Well, who was I'm responsible just, no, for the Holocaust? No, I'm just. It was just. It kind of threw me off when you said like we got Hitler. It was like, whoa. You brought up the Holocaust. Yeah, he's he's the man behind it. Okay. Um, you know, he, <laughs> that was his that was his show. Okay. And and I'm not making any fun about it, but you know it is what it is. So this is my thing. Being Jewish is one of those things that. You almost he he just said just the, keep going with this thing. Being Jewish is one of those things that, depending on who you ask, you can get a different response. Judaism is a religion. Jew, uh, being Jewish is an ethnicity, right. but it also can be a race because you can have Russian Jews, you can have Italian Jews, 
You can have Israeli Jews. You can have black so Jews. So what is it to you? So is it a religion you... or is it a race? What do you define it as? I define I, it as a you're religion. An outsider, but you know, what do you see it as? I I think, and and I'm probably not the right one to ask because it ain't something I'm very knowledgeable no, just about. Your but I think I look at it more as a religion and a culture. Okay. But you, you know, see how when we I'm sorry, I'm about, sorry, I'm sorry. I meant to say a religion and an ethnicity, not necessarily a race. Because again, you you have black Jews. Let's just say you have black Jews and you have white Jews. So now what 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 are because you have black Jews who Sammy Davis Jr. was a black Jew. Right. Religiously, he was a Jew. But then you also have people from northern African countries where they believe that Jews, Jews from the Bible, came from that region. So for them, it's not about being Jewish in terms of religion. They feel like they their birthright is Jewish, but, but they look I like mean us. When some people can say, or Caucasian people can say, well, not Caucasian because that that nullifies my point. When some when we was talking about Kim Kardashian the other day and I said she can it's almost like she's not white, but in our society she is. Jews do the same thing. Like they say they're not white, they're Jewish. So yeah. that's where we're like what's the That's why I said it's one of those controversial things where depending on who you ask, the response could be different and they could feel like they are very much justified in their belief in how they identify themselves as a Jewish person, mm -hmm. whether it's their race, you know, but so it, I think in one, this is one of those situations where her words probably didn't correctly reflect her thoughts. Mm -hmm. I don't think she was trying to um, minimize, minimize yeah, what he did. She's smarter than I, that. Yeah, I think what she She's was been saying doing way is, too long. I think what she was saying is, when we talk about racism and we talk about systematic racism, like the Jim Crow era, things like that, where, you know, the pure intention of let's just use the Jim Crow era. We know the pure intention was driven by racism, like the thought, the superiority mindset of white people over black people. They pure, it was pure racism. I think what she was trying to say is the Holocaust wasn't so much about racism. It was just about inhumane hatred. So not to say that how he carried out his actions. But for the people who feel like who feel like being Jewish is a race, that's insensitive. I, I you get just, it. That, you I just said it. that. There's a, a large group of Jewish people who feel like it's our race. So when she says the Holocaust isn't about race... It's about one man being mean to an, a, a, um, another man. That's that's insensitive. I get to, it. To that group it can of be identified as being. Now, what what pisses me off about the whole situation is you got these people who are saying, "Oh, she needs to be fired." But when you have situations like some of those other people who have been on the View and they have, you know, given um, statements that were racist or just, you know, weren't politically correct. It was like, oh, this is a teaching moment, you know, for well, them to be educated. Okay, let's extend grace across the board. I don't I think she should be fired. You have to extend grace across the board because I don't think she should be fired. I agree with you. But I look at everybody's perspective and try to understand everybody's perspective. And I do... If that was a white a white woman who said something not even um, intentionally bad about a black woman or a black person or something 
to that effect, she would be fired. Like black people would be up there and be like, she should be fired from the job. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. She should be done. And I, I feel if Whoopi did something like that to offend somebody, I could see a group of people wanting that same, like have that same kind of energy across the board. Because if that was a, a Elizabeth up there and it doesn't even have to cut as hard as that, if she remotely said some shit that was fishy, people would be in outrage, especially black people. And that's just the truth. I'm not saying one's right or the other, but I understand how everybody can make comments like that. Yeah, I mean, you look at it like that's like somebody saying Derek Chauvin, you know, him killing George Floyd wasn't about race. It was about hatred. And you get you say like, eh, let's not dismiss the fact that it was about race. But I get it saying that. I get the point of saying, I, I, I think in her comments, maybe she shouldn't have said that it wasn't about race. Maybe she should have said in addition to, or so, but you know, once the words come out your mouth, yeah, you can't change it. You can only apologize. Should, and she did apologize. Yeah, she apologized immediately the, the, the next day. I mean, when you know you're wrong, you're wrong and you apologize immediately. And obviously she felt, I, sh I was wrong, okay? People yeah, she could see how it could yeah. come across wrong, but I she don't think there was any malintention behind it. And, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think she was trying to stab or poke the no, bear. No, at all. Like yeah. you said, her words just didn't reflect her thoughts. Um, what's something you absolutely can't live without? You. Something. Water. Oh, my God. Is water not a thing? Yeah. Do you want to go with water? All right, you're done. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> something that I can't live. So I didn't know whether you were talking about like something tangible, like a, a chapstick. Or... This is the problem. When I ask my wife questions, <sighs> even when we have regular conversation, this is one of the things that I feel um, can sometimes stunt our communication. Doesn't necessarily always, but sometimes it can. Because I'll say to her a simple question, and she'll ask me five questions about the one question. Well, because I just thought that was very vague. And then it'll be like, well, what, what's up? She's like, I need more detail. Okay. Something <laughs> I can't live without, just one thing? Yeah. What's one thing you can't live without? Like, if you had to think, what can what can I go without the rest of my life? Like, a thing. Not me, not love, not not a hug, not a kid. Like, what, what one Does thing? Does prayer count? Or it has to be, like, a tangible thing. Mm -hmm. So, I would say water. I would say so water. So, you just surround yourself with bottles of water. <laughs> I mean, if we just, you know, I, I mean, I, I, that's so what we much. talked about. Like, yeah, water. I mean, chapstick, maybe. <laughs> this is my girl. <laughs> Mine would be air conditioned. Really? Yeah, I don't think I could go the rest of my life in heat and shit like that without air conditioning, knowing that there's air conditioning out there. <laughs> Just like, I've had a taste, so I can't, can't never <laughs> be like, you know, yeah. be away. thinking, what are we doing here? Nobody cutting the air on? Just be naked. Nah, you still, like, sweltering hot. But see, if you had water, you can, like, pull water over you. Okay, so it's, you would go with get water. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to say water. What's, um, what's your favorite phrase to say? Woo, child. <laughs> <laughs> That says a lot in of itself. Woo child? Woo child. I hate the way that is written Why? on social media. All right, me and Toya talk. We can say, it, and it can be used <coughs> in so many different like phrases. If something is funny, if something is sad, if it's scary, if it's a picture of a good looking man, if if, if life is life in you, if, if, life, if life is blessing you, woo child. 
And you just got to know the context depending on your audience. So that's my favorite phrase. Oops. Mine is, you got the game fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I love to tell people that. I'd say that 35 <laughs> times at work every day. Really? Yeah. I say it you all say the it time. Quite, you say it quite often here, but I didn't yeah. know like that was your favorite thing to that's say. That's my favorite thing to tell people. You got the game fucked up. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I probably don't say it often to you, but <laughs> now I'm going to start saying it. Woo child. Woo child. <laughs> um, what's your beef? You got a beef? I got a beef. My beef is, and I'm just going to cut this simple. Not all, but cock-sucking lawyers I have a problem with. That's what I have a problem with. Lawyers that be trying to stick people, lawyers that be trying to be shysty, I don't like it. And... Dealing with lawyers, I don't like it. And that's just it. But yeah, they can be shady. Lawyer, what do you think, which career do you think has the reputation of being like the slimiest? Lawyers. Because yeah. you lie for a living. Lawyers and car salesmen. You know, I have, I have lawyers to and make car myself be nice when we go to the car dealership. Because I just feel like I'm ready for y'all BS. But, yeah, I... I, I would think in that order, in yes. that order, lawyers, car salesmen, cops. Mm. There's not three three people more full of shit. <laughs> we have they, seen cops one lie. One person that's more full of shit is a cop on TV. We have seen <laughs> cops lie like blatantly. You be like, that did not happen. That's why I said cop on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no more full of shit person than a cop on TV. Speaking of cops, my beef, the Bridgeport, Connecticut Police Department. Lauren Smith Fields was a beautiful young black woman who met a man on a dating site and um, ended up dead. Let's just say that. There, there's some details that are kind of muddy. You know, she it was some drugs found in her system. They said she died of an apparent overdose. And to be honest, we really don't know what happened. I don't know this young lady. I don't know if, you know, maybe she was just doing drugs for fun while on a date. Maybe they said it appears that the drugs um, that were used are drugs that are commonly used um, as date rape drugs. Nevertheless, all of this speculation that I'm doing is because the cops are not doing their job in order to properly investigate this young girl's death. Um, something that a lawyer said that I thought was interesting when drugs are the cause of somebody's death and then the cops just automatically say it's an accidental overdose. That is not something that's commonly done without them first identifying where did the drugs come from? An accidental overdose, if I bought the drugs and I took them and, you know, I overdosed. But if you came to my house and you slipped them in my drink and I overdosed, that's not an accidental death. Like, that's a different scenario. But again, there's a lot of speculation going on because the Bridgeport, Connecticut Police Department are not doing their job. So that's my beef. And I know a lot of people, you know, that we see these campaigns on social media about getting things out there, you know, whether it was Sandra Bland, whether it was Breonna Taylor. This is one of those situations that I think we need a push behind um, to call more attention to it because it's not the first, you know, black woman and it won't be the last who has died and you know our lives just aren't our lives just aren't valued so that's my beef and i i pray for her family that there's some resolve some resolution some peace and that anybody who is involved with the cover-up with her death 
with failing to do their jobs appropriately are held accountable. Can I get you off the line? Don't get me started. Yeah. Um, to piggyback on what you were saying about, like, I don't know, there's a lot of variables into um, a person who buys, say, lace drugs, and you go home and you use them, and the cops come and say drugs is involved, it's an accidental overdose. You did overdose. Now, I get what you're saying, and there's something to play out in court about that, which is part of the um, first first gram. Four men charged in Michael K. Williams' death because they had on camera, they seen him buying drugs off this group who ran this organization in Brooklyn who was selling lace, fentanyl, heroin. Mm. And on camera, they got Michael K. Williams coming up any exchange happening with one of the guys. So they got it on camera that that group was selling fentanyl lace heroin. So now they're trying to charge them for with his death. You know, that's that's just what, what you were saying. Like now it's not an accidental overdose. You bought the drugs, you sold somebody bad drugs. I thought I was taking this, but you gave yeah. me this. Even yeah. though it's on the street, like you can't be selling bad shit and right. they kill people. So, right. Well, in this case, she was with a man and she overdosed. So y'all not even investigating to find out, did she take these drugs willingly? Did he put something in her drink? Which then it ain't an accidental overdose because I, I didn't take drugs at all. So this ain't an accident. It shouldn't be no drugs in my system. And, you know, again, this man said he she was so drunk he had to carry her to the bed. Well, her blood alcohol level was 0 0.02. The legal limit is 0 0.08. So she couldn't have been that drunk, but she was so drunk you had to carry it to her bed, but there was still a condom found with semen in it. So you had sex with a woman that was so drunk. That's rape to me, because how did she consent if she was so drunk? It's just, it's a messed up situation. So Michael K. Williams, <laughs> four men charged. Sorry, four men charged. We was on three grams, but we went back so to I the beef. I had to go back. So, um, so, that, so that was the first gram. Michael K. Williams was charged. I mean, with four men was charged in his death. I think it's a... It's awesome that they identified these men and they charged them. It's a shame that somebody that's famous and known has to be a victim. Because we've been hearing about this fentanyl thing for a long time. But you know what? Maybe, I would hate to say like maybe that was the, you know, the plan for his life. Using him to really open the window and say, now that it's happened to a famous person... Let's I never, dig but down I don't. Uh, I believe in God, and I just don't think God. Yeah, that was shit like that. He wasn't so, born for that to yeah, happen. I'm I just, get what you're saying, but I'm just that. saying the fact that a famous person died. It's like it's like that's always the catalyst to them really doing the work. But that's if they injustify the means, people. then I mean, there was a guy named Mike who died from heroin. That's name was Michael Johnson, and he lived on Pratt Street. Exactly, like, so, and there was no investigation. Yeah, no investigation done. at all. They just marked him off as a drug addict. Um. Second gram. Um, condolences to Mike's family, though. And to um, Lauren's family. Yeah. Um, back to the beef. That was back yes, to I'm sorry. <laughs> the Washington football team is calling themselves next season the Washington Commanders. Hmm. So they're not the Redskins. They got that name took from them because it's insensitive. So they went a year being the Washington football team. Now, next year, 2022 season, they will be the Washington Commanders. If you had to pick a name for them, what would it have been? Probably the Hogs. They um, had an offensive line in the 80s, early 80s, that was called the Hogs, where they won their championships. So to call themselves the Washington Hogs would have been 
tied into their history. So I would have been like, all right, that makes sense. The commanders, they actually got in a little bit of trouble because that organization, not their PR team or whatever, not doing their investigating. There's a minor league team in Washington named the commanders. Duh, so there's would... some, and their name is, is, is trademark and patent. So there's some issue there, even with the new name that they pick. Like they just can't get right. Yeah. I would call them the Washington. And it sounds like a USFL team. Like that fake football league, like the Commanders, the 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 Black Jays and shit like that. Like, I would call them the Washington Washingtonians. You you know it's weird though that you say the Commanders because the other day I was thinking to myself, what what and you may not know this off the top of your head, most football teams are named after animals, but you <laughs> they are the eagles the falcons the Bengals, the dolphins like most are not all but most but the rams but then you <coughs> have those like the patriots the chiefs you know that aren't but the bucks well no the buccaneers so the yeah but pirates yeah and then you have the commanders mm -hmm. okay I don't like it though. No, I, I don't but like it. But you know either. what? Ten years from now, it'll you because it's well, what's the um, No, I think they'll always be the Redskins. Yeah, you know a team that still hasn't every time I hear it, it like you it sounds juvenile to me. This is in basketball. The Pelicans. Like what? Like the Pelicans. Yeah, like who are you? The Pelicans. <laughs> um last gram. Police respond to Tisha's Campbell attempted human trafficking. And you can speak to this more because you know the story so she was working in africa well tell me she was no actually in it was brownsville texas now i found out i thought it was in a foreign country the way the story was first written this is why people gotta do their investigation and do they they leg work she didn't they... say at first but the brownsville police department okay, responded so she was in brownsville texas and called a cab a car service somebody gave her a number not like this is the phone book number or this is the front desk number. Somebody slipped her a number and said, this is who you use for cab service. She called that number. Car shows up with driver, man in the back. Man in the back gets out, say, get in the car. She said, no, no, no. <laughs> he said, get in the car. She said, no, no, no. He tried to get her in the car. And she then the said, man in the front was like, well, you can sit in the front. She said, no, no, no. And I'm not getting in the car. And I'm sure she threw some obscenities. <laughs> and uh, She went back in the she, hotel yeah. and she went to the front desk. Now, the man who originally gave her the number, he wasn't there. So she asked the lady at the front desk, like, what's up? Like, you know, where's the guy? This is the number he gave me. And the lady looked like, why would he give you this number? She works at the front desk, too. So she probably is familiar with the number that's typically provided to patrons when they ask for a cab. She was like, why would he give you this number? Almost as if to say, like... What the hell is this? It's the butt naked number. So she, you know, she felt like she was trying to be trafficked, and the cops responded. And 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 I didn't like their um tone in their communication because it was like you know we found out through about this through social media, not through the channels that we thought would be taken if somebody thought that they were being almost as if to say like you ain't called a cop. So and it was just very um condescending. To the fact that she didn't report it to the police, but I still believe Gina. I do. I believe it. Things happen that the cops aren't always aware of. Just because y'all weren't able to track or find or confirm doesn't mean that she's not. She, her experience was her experience. Doesn't mean that, you know. 
know, it didn't happen. Tisha Campbell. I know, but she's Gina. I know, but she don't do Martin no more. But she always gonna be Gina. Pam okay. and Gina. Alright. I believe Gina. Back to the podcast, wrapping up episode 56. Where can you find us? You can find us on actothepodcast.com. You want to know where else you can find us? You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Breaker. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Radio Public. You can find us on the Gram. No excuse. <laughs> Subscribe. Subscribe. What episode is this? 56. 56. Make sure you subscribe. Episode 56. Make sure you subscribe, share, like. Appreciate y'all. Um, the questions we ask, make sure y'all leave them in the comments. Make sure y'all put them in y'all stories. Tag us. We want to know. Um, that's it. Act to the podcast, episode 56. If you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you should. Peace.